Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. <laughs> Here we are on Tuesday. Uh, good Christ- morning. Christmas week. Um, and uh, we're getting ready to continue our series. And we'll do some fun and fun Christmas stuff. I've done, I have done some research because uh, uh, I've had some knowledge of the uh, origins of Christmas songs, Christmas carols. Right. Yeah, so, uh, you I've said done, you I've might. Done, I've done a lot more research on it. And it's really fun. It's really funny to... Uh, learn how these how they came about. Ah, uh, I'm looking forward to hearing so, you. I am happy to see your set is now decorated for Christmas. What do you What do you think of this? Uh, <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> finally, you know, it's because uh, we're taping. Uh, actually, it'll be up. Uh, I'll keep it up all the way through uh, into January. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, of course, you know that Linda went and bought this stuff, right? <laughs> of course she yeah. did. Of course yeah, she Linda, did. Well, though she did. Yeah. <laughs> She uh, she picked it. Up. I said, yeah, I like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it's fun, and we are. By the way, we have uh, moved into our new office uh, in the oh, Den- Denver Tech Center. Um, I've got okay. I've got my office uh, ready, set up. Uh, I bought a uh, uh, a boom microphone and a boom uh, camera. Yeah, so gonna, we're going to have a whole new setup there, right? So the be, well, but the way that I'll be able to function is both. I'll be kind of similar to this setup, uh, but I'll be in a different location because uh, it'll be on my desk and and uh, right. And really, what I did is I got a table. I got a big, big, oh, big okay. I got a big table so I can you know have my monitors and stuff for uh, right. managing it all. And then uh, because of the way the room's set up, um, there's a uh, a place next to me that I can have these really nice chairs. And that's where I'm going to use the boom mic and the boom camera. For and guests. For guests. So we could all sit there. Nice. And they don't have to crowd in, you know, to this small, right. uh, small uh, screen. <laughs> like so. they do here when they visit me. That's we right. all squish gotta, into this get together, little so. spot. <laughs> so we're excited uh, for Christmas. And uh, we're getting all ready. Linda's, uh, uh, we've been working on a calendar. Um, uh-huh. ac- actually, I've been dealing with uh, us and a few other people about you know, are you enjoying uh, the Christmas right. season? You know, and, and part of it is understand what's healthy. How does it work for you two guys? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, calendar it out, you know, and right. make sure that you don't go back to back to back to back to back. And then you, you're so tired. You, you say, I'm, I'm, I'll be glad. But you don't when, actually get to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, or say, I'll be glad when it's over. Well, then you miss, right. the, you miss the beauty of, of the right. Christmas season. So uh, Linda, Linda and I are having a good time and getting ready That's for it. That's great. So. Yeah, Dan and I kind of have Christmas down to an art form, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> I love we're we're good as a family. We're good about celebrating and and are fortunate enough just the way our lives are orchestrated that we can plan pretty far in advance so that when we get to the month of December, it's really all about enjoying it at that point. Nice. Um there's not a lot of stress left. It's simply just enjoying the season. And I think I shared with you, we went to the Festival of Trees yeah. in the town the other night, and then we went down into Boston to see the decorations. We've got some friends coming over for a worship night in caroling coming up soon. Yeah. And just 
you know, just fun, enjoyable things to really um, focus on what the holiday is really about. Yeah, yeah. Actually focusing on Christmas itself and not so much of the rest of the stuff, just yeah. enjoying it. Yeah. So I'm going to have Linda. Uh, she's going to, you know, we're going to tape uh, uh, you and Dan and Linda and I uh, together here coming up uh, this week, uh, Thursday. Yeah. And uh, we'll have them uh, share a little bit about, talk about Christmas. But Linda, I'm going to have her talk about the Jesse tree. Oh, uh, yes. I want to hear more about how, that. how cool that is of uh, uh, Advent and, and working together. And we do that. We still do that. Uh, even though our grandkids and kids aren't at home, we still do it uh, together. Just the two of you do? Just the two oh, of us do. And then, yeah. and then we have the, when they join us, we have it with them. And uh, But it's it's a, it's always a beautiful thing to walk through the story and understand right. understand how beautiful you know life is uh, at Christmas time. Uh, so I tell you something fun. Um, I don't remember if I shared this before on the podcast or not, but something new that I had never heard the suggestion of um, that we're doing this year is someone had mentioned, you know, if you go through Luke, that Luke has 24 chapters. Yeah. And as a part of Advent, it's just a beautiful way to just read a chapter a day and enjoy revisiting the story and also just really who Jesus is yeah. in the process of the season. And so just to make it fresh, I've been doing it in the amplified version mm. so that it comes across a little different than what I normally would read and just loving it. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, I don't know why I didn't think to do this years ago. It's it's just a fun, you know, not in place of my abide time, just a fun sit down like you would sit to do something else, just sit and read again and right. and enjoy hearing the stories again, you know? Yeah, yeah. so we, we pray that everyone will have a enjoyable, particularly uh, when you're hearing this broadcast, it's the week of, and uh, yes. we pray that you take the time to really process through and enjoy it and make sure you re relax and uh, have a good time. can be stressful with, uh, <laughs> with uh, family coming around that uh, oftentimes right. is a little bit dysfunctional, but uh, you know, I pray that God will give you the wisdom to understand it. It's just a season and uh, a lot of stuff that they, that dysfunctional people tend to do, you can let it roll. You know, it says basically overlook it uh, for the sake of the peace and the joy of it and don't let it get to you. You know, just know, well, that's right. how they are and, you know, relax with it. Um, well, we're talking, uh, we're still in the series about overcoming uh, uh, worry, fear, and anxiety, uh, which <laughs> we kind of described as Christmas can actually cause some some more of it. Uh, Absolutely. Along with all of the uh, craziness of the world, um, mm -hmm. we've um, uh, uh, been working with uh, a, a group uh, whose family uh, wound up in, with healthcare, and they were being required to take the vaccine in mm. order to be employed. And you, you and I have talked right. about we've talked about yeah, this. Yeah. Um, so it was, you know, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? And it's like. Well, let's go to God and see what he has to say and then let him guide you and lead you into the answer. Uh, so, right. uh, okay. So they did. It happened to be a, a, a husband, a wife, and a daughter. They're, and the husband or the wife and the daughter worked for the hospital. Oh, okay. Uh, and they're both either. And gonna, where do they, where are they living? Uh, this is Different on, areas. Yeah, this is, this is on the East Coast. Okay. Uh, and uh, so... Uh, okay, we prayed, and they, they, they prayed, and God said, uh, at the moment, wait. Uh, don't take it. Uh, just wait. I'll show you what to do next. Just wait. Uh, but don't, don't act. Do not do, not do anything right. right now. Okay. Uh, well, they felt, you know, the deadline's coming up, and what do we do? What do we do? Well, uh, just literally uh, a day or two ago, 
because uh, I just talked to him this morning, um, they said the hospital CEO sends out a, a letter to everybody and says, we are putting the mandate on hold. Oh, interesting. Uh, we've decided and uh, we're not going to force anybody to take something they don't feel good about taking. And so we've released, there is no mandate from the hospital. It, we've taken it back. We're just going back to normal. We're just going back right. to normal. Just be careful. <laughs> be, right. Be right. smart. Be, be smart. smart. Yes. Uh, and so God gave them. That's why he said, wait. Uh, mm. they, they did. They said, oh. Look how cool was that? God, God just, just gave us the, the, he knew the answer was coming. We don't need to right. worry about it. We didn't have to force a decision because he, right. said, he said, now you don't have to. Uh, so it's been released. So it's, it's kind of cool that, and it's what we're trying to say about the beauty of, of overcoming fear and anxiety is a lot of it is due to us forcing a conclusion. And then, by the way, our conclusion tends to be negative. Right. Okay. Well, I, well, we force a conclusion, and we feel the 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 restraints of worldly deadlines that come upon yes, us too. Yes. So that's that's part of it. Yeah. We we don't just wait. Yeah. And and there is <laughs> something. And wait. Uh, there is something that we're gonna we are gonna talk about uh, as we go to go in deeper into this. But you just said the key word. Uh, we don't want to. Mm -hmm. We don't want to wait. Um, yeah. And and what I mean by that is that. Well, I want it resolved. Okay, I got this vaccine. Either either tell me yes or no, but I want it, I want it resolved. Right. And the stress is added to the well. Then I got to get this resolved, and I'm and I'm pushing, 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 and God, and God oftentimes is saying, "Relax." Right. <laughs> I know what's coming. I know mm -hmm. the timing of it, and you, waiting. And my remember, waiting isn't passive whatever yeah it's waiting to get clarity of his answer right well don't you think though one of the things that we are least comfortable with is living in the tension yes and there is that that tension of i'd like to know an answer and i don't know yet yes and when we feel that tension we tend to want to force our way out of it rather than wrestling through and allowing god to meet us in it right that's right um, and and um, that, that's on anything, that you is, know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the anxiety uh, can be caused just by we're trying to push for the outcome. Mm -hmm. um, and I want it resolved. And, and it's almost, and, and it's kind of a funny thing, but then I see this happen a lot. People, because they don't want to wait, they basically said, I'd rather just decide and get it resolved than wait, right. than wait further and not know. Even right. though I, even though I'm supposed to wait for God's answer, I'd rather just choose and get it resolved. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of an interesting thing of God saying, "Well, that's the issue." Is no, yeah. That well, do you trust me? Do you do you, do you understand right. what I'm going to do? And I'll get you the answer. Uh, and the more that we understand that and experience it, mm -hmm. the more that you're willing to wait because you start to see, right. oh, you know what? He knows more than I do. <laughs> right. Just like right. that. Just like that uh, uh, family. They waited, and God, mm -hmm. God said, "Look, look, see what I did. See what happened. Oh, yeah, right. I do." And and but uh, that is a complete retraining for us. It is. That, I mean, that is that is really completely different from everything we have been taught to do from the time we were little. Yeah, you know, that's right. and so it it does take some real intentionality and, like you said, trust building. And I love that you share that story because that you know that 
in itself is going to build someone's faith for waiting. Amen. You know? Amen. Yeah. So we've been talking about uh, the aspect of um, being willing uh, to trust God, uh, and that's holding on to him, uh, staying with him. What, do we, what does he have to say? Uh, to begin to know that he will resolve it, uh, that he promises restoration uh, mm-hmm. and um, a solution to the very problem we have, including things that we might have caused ourselves, or we have lost yeah. something or we made a mistake. Uh, uh, and we talked about deliverance of that. Uh, uh, and now we're, uh, we've been, the last, yesterday we talked about covenant loyalty because it came up so much uh, that God was loyal to the covenant. Um, and loyal to the covenant is, um, I promise you, God speaking to us, I will deliver the covenant, which is my, my relationship and, and foundation of our relationship with you, uh, children, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. And it doesn't matter what the issue is. It doesn't matter what the problem is. Um, I will. I am so loyal. That's why it's interesting phraseology, covenant loyalty. It's God's covenant loyalty. He's, he's loyal to the covenant to such a degree that it's absolute. It's going to happen. And, right. we, and we talked last time. And it's time. interesting, too, I think, when you think about covenant I, I find it interesting as you watch marriages, even, you know, marriage is a covenant relationship and it is our, our one real representation of what that covenant relationship with God and, and with him, us supposed to be his bride and, you know, all of these things, um, it is a picture of all of that. And so I find it interesting um, that as society has um, deteriorated the value of covenant in marriage, mm-hmm. I think that plays into our lack of ability to truly trust covenant with God. Sure. Because we're not seeing covenant in any other place. So it's truly foreign to us. I mean, there are, you know, we, as Christians, we attempt to live in a beautiful covenant marriage, but even that, we don't represent it fully the way that God does. And right. so even in the best of circumstances, then you put it in the world where marriage is disposable and divorce happens constantly and people walk away from a relationship that simply isn't convenient or is not bringing them what they want out of it anymore. And we find ourselves doubting that there is such a thing as covenant loyalty. Right, that's right. And so we project that to God. Yeah, that's a good, that's a really good point uh, that, uh, we don't see that play out and everything becomes kind of uh, conditional and optional. Yes. So that if we decide, well, we don't want to be in that covenant anymore, we can choose not to and, and, and we can walk away from it. So like you say, we tend to project that as, I guess, maybe that's how God operates. Is, right. um, and, and I see that a lot of uh, God's will, for example. Um, do I, and I say, you know, do you believe it's best and none better? Yeah, not really. Right. Why? Well, because it seems like a lot of times it's not, and maybe he decides not to, uh, to bless And I me. really want him to. And I really want <laughs> him to, and I ask him to, and I even prayed for it, mm-hmm. uh, but it didn't happen. And um, so I guess uh, it's a little bit uh, arbitrary, um, and there isn't really, quote, loyalty to a covenant because right. that means, is, does, doesn't that mean, and this is the whole point, if God's loyal to the covenant, well, does that mean 100% of the time he's going to deliver the covenant? Absolutely. And the answer is yes. Now, there's condition mm-hmm. to that. Uh, 
he's ready all the time to deliver mm-hmm. it. He says, you got to be with me for me to deliver it. That's the, right. that's the condition is that um, I don't do it automatically just because you're my child. What I will do is offer it to you and say, I'll, I'll hold up my part of the bargain 100% of the time, all the time. Come and walk with me, which is what we're trying to say here in this in this uh, study on overcoming uh, fear, worry, and anxiety is uh, hang on, stay with them, uh, believe it. Uh, if you believe it and process it, it's going to happen 100% of the time, 100% of the time. Uh, right. That's what we're trying to say. So let's look at some verses about that. We, we talked last time in Jeremiah uh, and then in Psalm 25 and 23 that uh, he said, I'll show you the covenant. Uh, it's absolute. Uh, we'll go to uh, Psalm 77 uh, verses 10 to 15. Then I said, I will appeal to this, to the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. I will ponder all your work and meditate on your mighty deeds. Your way, O God, is holy. What God is great like our God? You are the God who works wonders. You have made known your might among the peoples. You with your arm redeemed your people, the children of Jacob and Joseph. Selah. Yep. Um, He says that... um, uh, you know, we're going to remember uh, the works, uh, and the works are delivering. Remember, delivering the covenant. Um, right. Um, I'm going to give you the covenant. Uh, you can you can trust me on that. Um, uh, and he says uh, the wonders of old uh, are his deliverance of this covenant. Uh, and then he says, "You are the God who does wonders, and you've declared your strength among the people you, with your arm, redeemed your people, so that." The strength of his deliverance is him. Uh, that's the beautiful part of it. And that's why um, it's, it's an interesting depth of understanding. We, th- we think of he's loyal to the covenant. Well, interesting enough, he is the covenant. <laughs> is right. That, is that. Oh, I, that's good. I can, yeah. I can, de- I can deliver it because that's me. You know, it's, right. I, I have the sovereignty. I have the power. I have the might. I have the, the strength. Mm-hmm. To make things happen. See, it's not subject to a, a natural. I hope it. Right. Wor- I hope it works out with a natural cause and effect. Mm-hmm. He says, "No, I have the strength and the and the power. I can create and make it happen because I'm superior. Because all of this has been created by mm-hmm. me. Um, I can deliver it." Uh, okay, go over to Psalm uh, 85, uh, seven through. Uh, uh, 15, uh, 13, 7 13, to 13. Yeah. Show us your steadfast love, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Let me hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace to his people, to his saints. But let them not turn back to folly. Surely his salvation is near to those who fear him, that glory may dwell in our land. Steadfast love and faithfulness meet. Righteousness and peace kiss each other. Faithfulness springs up from the ground and righteousness looks down from the sky. Yes, the Lord will give what is good and our land will yield its increase. Righteousness will go before him and make his footsteps away. Yep. So, um, you know, he says that uh, uh, mercy and truth, and the word there is covenant loyalty mm-hmm. uh, uh, and truth, you know, have uh, come together because uh, he says that. Um, as you pray for me to show you my covenant loyalty, um, uh, your role in verse eight 
is to do what? Hear what God will do what? What he speaks. What he speaks. See, Mm -hmm. covenant loyalty is delivered by him speaking. Uh, remember, mm. because that's where the power is, is that it's superior right. to the to the circumstances is I'm speaking it. And then he, and he says in verse eight, he will speak what? He will speak what? He will speak peace. Peace. And the word there is shalom. I'm going to speak favor, covenant mm-hmm. uh, over to you. Um, and so don't turn back to your foolishness. Mm-hmm. Okay, now think about that. How How would we turn back to our foolishness? Going back to our own ideas, yeah. not seeking his, yeah. you know, yeah. trying to take control ourselves. Yeah. And so you look at the two things as one, we don't even ask him, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or I don't think he's going to speak. So why bother? Right. Um, so I don't even pursue it or I hear it. But and we actually started our, our conversation today with, but I don't want to wait. Right. Um, so I got to get going. Um, Mm -hmm. and this is taking too long and I'm not getting the clarity about it or I don't even know what's going to happen. So, uh, you turn back to your follower. He said, no, don't do that. Um, uh, but in verse 10, uh, covenant loyalty, loving faith, loving kindness or mercy and truth, uh, meet together. So come to the truth. Let me guide you in the truth, righteousness and shalom kiss, uh, Faithfulness, truth springs up out of what I'm going to show you, and then I'm going to give you what is good, uh, and the land will yield its increase. And he, he kind of ties that together that the problem that you got, I'm going to resolve it because mm-hmm. it's going to be good. And the word there, good, is beneficial for you, miraculous, excellent, superb, best and none better. I'm, I'm going to give you the best. Uh, you know, trust me. Uh, why? Well, because... Um, everything about what I'm bringing is covenant loyalty, truth, righteousness, shalom. I'm bringing them, and they're all coming together, and it's all directed, interesting enough, toward you. Right. You can trust it. What a beautiful promise, right? It's a beautiful promise. Okay, jump over to uh, Psalm 86, uh, and go ahead and first of all, just do 1 to 7. Uh, Psalm 86, uh, the next Psalm, 86, 1 to 7. Incline your ear, O Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am godly. Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for to you do I cry all the day. Gladden the soul of your servant, for to you, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to all who call upon you. Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer. Listen to my plea for grace. In the day of my trouble, I call upon you, for you answer me. Okay. Uh, So, um, you know, he's, uh, David uh, actually wrote this song, and uh, he's saying, (laughs) I'm in trouble. Um, I need some, I need some help. And I have, I have worry, fear, and anxiety. I, you know, come on. Right. Um, I'm struggling. Uh, He says, but um, I'm crying out. Uh, I want to rejoice. Uh, I do know something in verse five, and he and this is what member he he states this as the reason that he's willing to to ask for the answer and by the way expect it. Mm-hmm. In verse five, he says, "What he, God, you are what good and forgiving, you're, abounding you're, in covenant love, yeah, basically. Yeah, you're abundant in uh, loyalty to the covenant." Mm-hmm. And because of that, I know that you are going to, you are good uh, and going to deliver to me the good and you're forgiving so that, 
and again, what this implies, this is where the beauty of the scripture is. It implies, and, and I think about this, why would God have to be forgiving of me? Well, for lots of reasons, but one is simply seeking our own and having yeah. to come back and repent to, yeah, to seeking because, him. Because I know, and God knows, <laughs> that, that I caused this problem. Right, right. Um, why? Because I didn't, I didn't pursue his will. Mm. I decided on my own, and I got into a worse scenario than I thought, mm -hmm. and I've got loss. I've got conflict. I've got business problems. I've got all kinds of stuff going on, and I kind of know that I, I kind of contributed to it. Right. Now, now most, sometimes, though, there are things that we don't necessarily no, contribute to. No. In this case, that's why, but I'm saying that's why he adds that. Right. Yeah. Uh, In this case, he knew. Well, he, he's he had saying, contributed. He's yeah. saying that. Um, and in a way, it kind of it kind of it kind of says what you're saying, and it's this: God doesn't care. Mm -hmm. Does it matter whether you caused it, or or like you say, a lot of times, this has nothing to do with you. Right. Uh, you're just in the you're in a troubled world, and you're getting whacked by the world. Right. Uh, and you didn't cause any of it. Right. Uh, I actually went through. Uh, uh, this weekend uh, with a couple um, who wound up in some conflict with their family uh, and they were sad they were really sad about it um, and so uh, I, I said okay let's let's walk through it what did God say to you this do you, I said did you feel did you feel convicted and, and faithful to what God said yep I said now what you said and therefore what you could or couldn't do cause conflict, right? Yeah. Right. I said, is that your fault? Uh, no. Matter of fact, not only is it not your fault, you are actually being obedient to God. Right. I said, In no. In which case, their rejection is the, really rejecting ah, God, not yeah. rejecting okay. the person. Okay. Yeah, it's not personal. Okay. Now, uh, yeah, yeah, how beautiful that what you just stated, that's where we wound up. Mm-hmm. They're not rejecting you, they're rejecting God. Right. Um, and God says, uh, I can live with that, and I need you to live with that too. And as the story's not over, but don't go into blaming yourself because you have a conflict. And I must have done something wrong. Interesting enough, and we walk through the steps, right? And the person recognized. Wait a minute. Yeah, you know what? I did exactly what God wanted me to do. I said, Well, then it's okay. Uh, now the the key is to come back here. Um, okay. You got a problem uh, now. By the way, uh, and I said it's possible. Now this is a this is a situation where you realize it wasn't your fault. <laughs> there could be other situations that you realize where it definitely it, was. It, it was your fault, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Okay. You you uh, you didn't check in with God and you caused conflict. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's why he he kind of puts these both things together. He says you're good, mm -hmm. and uh, and I think uh, this word is really uh, critical. Ready. To forgive, which means what? That's good. Uh, he's ready to forgive if it's necessary to forgive. Right. It may not be like, you, and I'm glad you brought that up. And so it's not implied because a lot of people can say, "Yeah, everything that happens to me is my fault." No. Yeah, and that's uh, just not true. It's not yeah. true. Uh, but he's ready to forgive and say, "You know what? Doesn't matter mm -hmm. whether you caused it, whether it's just the world, whether there's other things happening. Doesn't matter." Um, 
Because why? I'm abundant in loyalty right. to the covenant. I'm yeah. going to deliver the co- and it, see. And this is cool. God says that's what I care about. That's why. How about now? The good news is I can do it now. Let's go. And it doesn't matter. I just need you with me. Let's go. Uh, and then he says in verse six, uh, okay, hear what I have to say. Uh, in the day of trouble, I'm going to call upon you. And it says what? God will do what? Will answer. Okay, now. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, he's understanding, and this is important to tie. This is why we need to tie these together and why it's so critical that we're going to re, kind of reiterate this issue of covenant loyalty. He's not saying, you'll answer me, which could be that you're not going to do anything. That's not answering the trouble. Uh, and Interesting. We, uh, that's what we tend to default to sometimes, right? That's what right? we default to is, is yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I can ask and he's going to answer me. But the answer could be, I'm not going to help you. Mm-hmm. Uh, God says no. And David, that's why David sets it out and says, I'm, I'm, I'm asking out of the premise that you're, right. loyal, that you're loyal to the covenant. And therefore, which means you will answer. You're going to answer and resolve mm-hmm. this particular issue. Mm. Not in generic oh, that's good. or just willy-nilly, but you know, you're going to answer it directly. Uh, okay, now jump up to uh, same chapter. Go up to verse 16 and 17. Turn to me and be gracious to me. Give your strength to your servant and save the son of your maidservant. Show me a sign of your favor that those who hate me may see and be put to shame because of you, Lord, have helped me and comforted me. Yeah, um, and I think David understood something. Um, because he talks a lot about waiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, I'm going to wait for the resolution. And this is what he says. Now, by the way, God, <laughs> in the meantime, while I'm waiting, because you are going to answer me, you're going to resolve it. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, uh, could you show me a sign for good? <laughs> um, in other words, could you give me a little bit of encouragement? Yeah. Um, bring something that can show me and release me from the stress and the pressure and the worry and the fear because, oh, oh, you just reinforced. Now, you didn't resolve it yet. Right. You haven't finished it yet. But I got I got a sign. I got a you know, heads up. Uh, go ahead. I just, um, just this morning had an interaction with a friend I have not spoken to in probably three years. Mm. But um, last night, for whatever reason, in really a silly way, she was in one of my dreams. <laughs> and I woke up this morning, and I was thinking about her, and I remember in this dream, you know, she's running around looking for her car. And I'm like, boy, I haven't seen her in so long. And woke up and just felt prompted to shoot her a text and say, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. God brought you to mine last night, just wanted to check in on you. And I get a text back, don't have time to talk or text right now, but hey, it's no it's no coincidence that you texted me this morning because I am in the thick of a spiritual battle right now. Ooh. And your texting that, that God brought me to mind just reminds me that he sees me in the middle of it. Can you cover me for spiritual protection right now? And I'm like, mm. absolutely. Mm. But how cool, I mean, just that little, you know, God, God brought her to mind. And I think part of him in this way, showing her a sign of favor, showing her, you know, I'm in this with you. 
don't think I don't see you was a simple form of me being obedient to sending out a text when he said, give her some encouragement. Yeah. Check on her. Exactly. And, and, uh, that's where the beauty of the body is, by the way, Yeah, uh, is when we say, show me a sign for good. Uh, remember it's already implying, I understand that the, re- the issue isn't fully resolved. Right. You're yeah, going to. Yeah, she's in the thick of her issue. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're going to, because uh, I believe it's covenant, you're loyal to the covenant, it's going to get resolved. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, and I think this is because the way we're wired and needing, uh, could you could you give me a little bit of encouragement? Um, and, he, and, and by the way, this he said, yeah, I'm going to send another person right. to encourage you and remind you and help you and walk with you and maybe give you wisdom and insight. Uh, so like, for example, with this uh, person that was struggling with this family issue, uh, and we talked about this actually, and they, they were grateful that they recognized that our conversation, because they were stuck on, I, I, think I, did, I think I did something that wasn't right, and I caused a big problem. Uh, and when we walked through it, it was, oh, you know what? It was I. I didn't do this at all. There was a rejection right. of the willingness to keep going, and that caused a conflict. And that's what the issue is. Uh, and so, what we were able to do, Linda and I, and, and a few other people actually were in the group, uh, brought them encouragement, and we 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 were the sign for good. Right. Uh, that they oh okay now I could see a little bit differently okay and then by the way we said God's going to resolve this. Let's, right. let's, let's take it step by step by step. Um, and so the sign for good is a lifting of your spirit. Uh, it's a encouraging, it's going to happen. And, and God, and this is my experience, is that God wants to, along the path, keep giving you, I'm, I'm there, I'm here. Absolutely. Um, he wants you to know that he sees you and he's walking right yeah. there with you. Yeah, and that this moved. Hey, this thing just moved. Uh, it went. Mm-hmm. It took a different turn. It's not all the way there yet, but hey, it's it's getting there. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's why David, I think, prays is that I need some encouragement uh, right. along the way. And and that's why we would like to be the encouragement to everybody listening. That uh, and that's why you're you're we more than happy to you know send in even your issues if you got stuff that you right. say, man, I'm I'm struggling with this particular thing and I need some assistance. You know, uh, send it at. Uh, uh, questions at uh, afjministry.com, questions at afjministry.com. Uh, and um, uh, and we'd love to have you uh, send it in and we can help you with it because we would like to be that encouragement. Uh, that Absolutely. Whatever we can do to give you some help. And God, and God says, I know, I know. And this is a cool thing about God is he said, I know you need it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, uh, don't do it alone. Don't try to fight this alone or don't try to figure it out. You know, let, let me come and help you. Uh, okay, let's go to uh, the next one, uh, Psalm 103, uh, verse uh, 17 through 22. Psalm 103, 17 through 23. The steadfast love of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him and his righteousness to children's children, to those who keep his covenant and remember to do his commandments. The Lord has established his throne in the heavens and his kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, O you, his, o you, his angels, you mighty ones who do his word, obeying the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all his hosts, his ministers who do his will. Bless the Lord, all his works, 
in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Yeah. Um, so first of all, he says that covenant loyalty, uh, mercy or, or loving kindness, uh, covenant loyalty is from everlasting to everlasting. Mm-hmm. Okay, when you see that in scripture, what, what does that mean? It's from everlasting forever. to everlasting. <laughs> it's, forever it's always. Ever, never ending. Yes. See, it's always and forever and absolute. And it's not, it's not no, you're unlucky. Mm-hmm. No, I've decided not to. It's right. It's absolute all the time, 100% of the time. And he's saying, you know, understand that, uh, you know, how beautiful that is. Um, and um, keep remembering that that's what I'm going to do. And then he says in verse 19, he says, my kingdom where he's the king, rules over all. Okay, now mm. just take that simple statement. What it, and I got a problem. What, right. did, what did he just say? My kingdom rules over all. That he's got the answer and he whatever is going on is completely subjugated to his will. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can solve this problem he because yeah. my kingdom, and remember that's why it's, this is why it's important as we... Uh, experience it is <laughs> he says I deliver it in my kingdom because that's where it happens right. now by the way you need to be with me <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, make sure that you, you stay with me in the kingdom you got to surrender your will walk with me and seek me and trust me that I'm going to deliver the covenant because why my kingdom rules over everything uh, seek ye first the kingdom and all these things right. will be resolved don't worry I'll take care of it why because I can't and I do um, and then he says, and then he, interesting enough, he shifts and he, uh, he shifts to angels, mm-hmm. you know, and, and he's, you know, remember it's, uh, this, this is discussing, uh, that I'm going to give you the covenant and then he shifts to angels. What, what do you think he did that for? What do you think that's all about? That's a great question. But I love that he did because everything truly is under his authority. And and even as he calls out here, bless the Lord, O you angels, that bless. And when you go back to that word, if I'm remembering correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, um, it is a bless, but it also comes with, there's this picture of kneeling when they yes. would bless someone it's kneeling. And so there's a picture of surrender and humility even in the bless the lord but surrender come under me and by the way that blesses me when you do bless the lord all the angels you come under and you who do his word you're subject to me obey my word i have covenant loyalty even for you yeah yeah and that you see you're part of it he says because your ministers uh, uh are are doing god's pleasure okay what does an angel do Whatever he directs them to, right? Toward who? To us. To us. Yeah. See, he said their sole the purpose. The angels minister to it's, us. It's interesting. Their sole purpose is to minister to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Now. That's crazy when you think about it. It is. And, and, and think about what that means. So our conversation, mm-hmm. our instruction, our hearing mm-hmm. from God is through the Holy Spirit. Right. Who's resident within us. So the angels generally, I mean, and by the way, the, the, there is, a, there is a, uh, an element that they can, and I'll talk about that in a second, but primarily they're not the one giving us instruction because hmm. uh, that's from the Holy Spirit and that's, right. that's resident within us. But they're, but they're strictly serving us. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're not, they're not giving us instruction. 
So if they're going to serve us, what are they going to be doing? Whatever he tells them to do. See, so they're doing physical things. Mm -hmm. They are doing physical things. They are right. intervening in the physical world mm -hmm. that can change things. And that's part of God's sovereignty of the kingdom is that right. there's, there's angelic hosts who are invisible primarily, mm -hmm. but they're interacting in the physical place. So go, go and prevent that accident. Go right. and uh, uh, you know, cause this thing to happen in a physical way, which is part of the resolution. Uh, I can do mm -hmm. this. And, and he said angels, that's why he shifts to angels. Well, as part of your solution, you, <laughs> you have resources. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and you're gonna direct them to me, uh, to assist me mm -hmm. physically in my world. Um, and there is one thing that an angel can do that is kind of cool. Uh, they can transform into a physical person. Right. Okay, that physical person uh, can come and talk to me. Right. We even just talked. We had Linda and Preston yeah, Pitts on. Yeah, that's right. Um, was it last Last a couple weeks ago, yeah, a couple when weeks there, ago, yeah. it'll be a couple weeks ago, yeah. and he shared about how um, he was communicated with about their move to Nevada. That's right. And when they went to trace who that person was who gave him that information, there was no sign of him anywhere, and they believe that was an angel. That's right. Yeah, uh, that he was uh, alerting him, and, and that was giving them uh, instruction. I wanted. I want to deliver the covenant. So an angel can inform us and help right. us and assist us. And I'll give you another. Uh, but that was in a physical, like a physical man appeared before him and, and was telling yeah. him this. It's, yeah. It says so a little it, different than the Holy Spirit speaking through yeah. us. It was still a physical manifestation. Yeah, because it's, uh, yeah. it says that uh, angels can uh, uh, manifest themselves as, mm -hmm. as people unawares. Uh, right. That their angels unaware can be people that we're talking to, that we're physically talking to them. They're instructing right. us. And so that is a, po a potential thing. And I, I'll give you a, a cool story. I, I might have shared this before, but uh, I had taken my whole family to uh, France. Uh, mm -hmm. Actually, we started out. Melinda's German, so we were with, we were in Germany, and we'd we'd rented this uh, big Volkswagen uh, van, uh, mm -hmm. and there were all of us in the car, and we uh, uh, have to go to a hotel in Paris, and this is before uh, GPS. Uh, right. So you had to read a map. Well, the maps that you get in France don't come anything close to the reality of the road. <laughs> uh, so it's hope, we were hopelessly lost. Uh, it's late at night. I, I, I couldn't find the hotel. I couldn't, because I, I couldn't get to the right spot. So um, uh, there's a, we're on the kind of the highway. Uh, you would be equivalent to our freeway. Uh, with off off ramps and on ramps, and I see a huge uh, map on the side of the off the off ramp. So I right. said, "Hey, I'm going to go look. I'm going to go see if I can find it on that map." So I I pull over, get out of the car, and I stand. I go over there and I stand. And I'm looking at this map, uh, and it's big. It's huge, and I'm trying to say, "Okay, where am I? And what what address is the hotel? And you know, and I'm trying to find it. Trying to find it and and this is on, it's on a hill, you know, th think of an off-ramp that's going down to the next road. Well, it, this, is, right. this is where it was. So I'm standing there and up comes a guy. Mm -hmm. And he speaks perfect English. 
and mm-hmm. says, uh, what's the matter? I said, I'm trying to find this hotel. I, I can't, I don't know where it is. Mm-hmm. And he says, oh, well, let me tell you where it is. Um, what you got to do is you get back on the freeway. You go down two, two exits, go right, go left, and I'll be right there. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. Uh, so I, and I repeated it. So I go, cause I want to make sure, <laughs> cause right. I, I, I'm not being able to, I'm not following a map. I, I'm going to follow his instructions. So do this, do this, do this. Yes. Uh, okay. How do I, how do I get back on the freeway? <laughs> he says, we well, just back up. I said, back up. I said, I'm, I'm backing up on the freeway. He says, you're in France. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> so, okay. All right. So I come back. I come back uh, into the car, mm-hmm. uh, and I say, "Okay, I found I found how to get to the map." They said, "How'd you do that?" I said, "Well, I talked to that guy that was there." They said, "What guy?" Oh wow! I said, "That guy that you know." And I looked back, and there wasn't any guy. I said, "Well, that guy that came up and told me how to." He said, "We didn't see any guy. We saw you the whole time at the at the thing, but we didn't see any guy." That was oh, an, that's that, fascinating. That, that was, that was I love that, that. You know, and that's that's an element of the. Covenant loyalty, right? Is I'm going to bless you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. I know you got a problem. I know you're anxious. I know you're worried, uh, and that's why he he kind of jumps into this discussion of angels. Is um, I I can assist you. In he has so many more resources so, at his fingertips so many than we ways, recognize. So many ways <laughs> to do it, and it's happening because there's so many angels. Mm-hmm. That's happening way more than we understand, right? Uh, right. Because we we tend to think of the natural only, and that yeah, they're physical people. They're physical things, or physical things happen. But then well, don't those you are think though, like you're you're just talking about angels and just that, and which I think honestly is something that's a hard thing for us to get our head around anyway. Yeah. But I think what you're describing actually describes why we have such such a sense of anxiety a lot of times is we don't truly trust the supernatural right we, which is funny because we you know we believe in god we believe in jesus you know all of this all grace is supernatural yeah. forgiveness is supernatural yeah. none of but because we really have a hard time getting our head around anything other than what we see touch feel you know the natural then anything like this, you know, it's it's a leap for us. Right. And so for us to learn to truly trust covenant loyalty, we also have to recognize we're going to get to start walking and living and experiencing the supernatural. That's right. We need to get our head around that it's real. That's right. Uh, I think that's a good point. And that uh, um, in order for me to deliver the covenant uh, yeah. and resolve your problem, um, I'm going to do supernatural things. And, and the more that you could receive that, and, right. and he says it's, it's heavenly host, it's power, it's mm-hmm. things that I can do. It's things uh, I can speak and just occur. I, I, can, I can make yeah. it happen, yeah. So we'll continue this uh, tomorrow uh, as we uh, finish uh, this discussion of covenant loyalty. But with the reason we're spending so much time on this is God wants to reinforce. Yes. I'm going to resolve it. I'm going to resolve mm-hmm. it. I'm going to resolve it. I'm loyal to the covenant. You can believe me. You can trust me. So therefore, like David... Well, then I ask you and expect an answer. And by the way, give me encouragement along the way. Yeah. And I recognize that, hey, you got you got uh, supernatural beings that actually their whole purpose is to serve me. 
how cool how cool is that that's you know, so, so cool yes absolutely so we'll continue tomorrow and again if you got uh, questions you know send them in uh, we'd love to love to hear them and uh, respond to them and and we look forward to uh, more that you can share we'll, we'll be back tomorrow and talk some more great sounds great have a great evening thanks for joining us everyone and um, we're looking forward to more of this conversation yeah, yeah. Christmas thanks. week yeah <laughs> thanks Kathy see you tomorrow all right thank you for joining us for today's episode of come and see your podcast for truth in a world of chaos brought to you by all for Jesus living waters ministry send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.